Major League Liberty. Defending life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And our happiness is always destroying the globalist agenda, exposing the flaws in fake news media, and of course, providing excellent entertainment. What's up, my Patriots? What's up, my Patriots? I'm sure you missed me last week, uh, but I'm glad to be back. It is May 26, 2019. We are deep into Memorial Day weekend, and I've had a great weekend so far. Big things are happening. Big news today on the globalist front. The Brexit party in the UK, Nigel Farage, his new party that he just formed six weeks ago, winning massively in the election out in the UK right now. Uh, Marie Le Pen, defeating uh, Emmanuel Macron. This is huge. I mean, this is huge news. Globalism is, in fact, on the run. So we should all be happy and thankful for that. Uh, also, big things happening. Democrats are losing their you-know-what. The rats are they are scurrying away from the ship. The ship is drowning. You got Nadler out there passing out on national television. Nancy Pelosi, whatever you think of that video, even if that video was slowed down to make her appear drunk, it doesn't matter if she looked drunk or not, because in that video... What mattered is her crazy ramblings. I don't care with Snopes and PolitiFact or fact-checking that if the video was fake or not. No, the video is real. Even if it's slowed down, she still said some of the craziest crap you ever heard in your life. Um, <laughs> so that's what matters. So if CNN wants to say, ooh, these crazy extremist conservatives, they, they don't, they're just passing around a fake doctored video. It, yeah, okay, cool. It's slowed down to 0.75%. Nancy Pelosi is still insane and out of her mind. Adam Schiff saying that it's un-American now for Donald Trump to declassify all the FISA documents and all of the Mueller investigation, when just three weeks ago he says, Oh, we need all of the information, all of it now! We're going to impeach him because he doesn't want to release it. And now, just a couple days ago, Adam Shifty Schiff, full of Schiff pants, says it's un-American for Donald Trump to declassify all the information. Amazing. Imagine that. I think over the next few days, we're going to have a lot of fun. So get your popcorn. Uh, with that being said, though, I am bringing on a special guest tonight to go over our topics with us. And her name is Rebecca Lightcap. I've been following her for a while. She's meme Lord Supreme for sure. Um, <laughs> I've been loving everything that she's been doing, uh, especially her honkler clown outfits lately. Uh, Rebecca, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello. I'm Rebecca. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm just Rebecca. I'm Rebecca Lightcap. I'm Beck's lightsaber. I'm just, uh, I'm just me. I'm a mouthy. Well, mouthy. You are mouthy, but we need more mouthy, and we need more mouthy women, especially. We need more patriots to stand up. And I think that some of your uh, recent, you know, memes and posts, and and you're just way ahead of the curve. And that, like you told us off air, you, you like to go with comedy, you know. And I think that. Going with comedy is very important in this uh, current state of affairs because if you don't laugh, you're going to go insane because we truly are living in the clown world. Would you agree with me? Absolutely. I mean, comedy is important, too, because, you know, even even between Trump supporters, say, which is a small portion of the people that are talking on the Internet, even between Trump supporters, you have a lot of different um, groups right? And they're yep. all saying different things and they're all mad about different things, right? And they all want different things. But at some point, we're all going to have to be able to talk to each other 
and, you know, kind of join hands. I don't want to sound like a weirdo Democrat and with all this kumbaya bullshit, but we're all going to have to get a fucking get along. Sorry. We're all going to have to get along and, you know, so I try to reach a lot of people. I have a lot of different people on my page and, you know, I allow people to just kind of comment what they want as long as they're not just being super horrible. Um, because at some point they all got to talk to each other. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a huge point. I think that, you know, Facebook and YouTube and Twitter, they sold themselves as an open free, uh, free speech, you know, forum. But now the problem is that everyone has been sucked into these, these big social media giants. We don't even have websites anymore. We don't have a, a small market, you know, free market opportunity for a social media outside of these places. And now that they've locked us all in, now they're banning us. Now they're shutting our speech down. It's, it's very authoritarian. I mean, are you scared for the future of social media, Rebecca? Um, yeah, I mean, scared for, I don't know. I mean, it's going to change, right? I hope so. Eventually, it has to. I mean, it right. has to. Either, you know, regulations are going to be put in place and companies are going to have to comply, which kind of goes against, you know, their first amendment, I guess, right? They can have their own rules. Or it's, you know, we're going to have to do something else, you know, find a different way. And right. you know, people are resilient, so it very well could happen. But... I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I, the censorship's pretty bad. I mean, it's it's nasty. It's nasty, and that really does make me scared. That's what makes me scared, is not, you know, scared for social media. It's scared for America. Right. Well, that's why I do what I do. I mean, I, I'm honestly, I feel like we're just being put into gulags, really. I mean, if your content, some of the stuff that you've made has been amazing. I mean, if we weren't all being shadow banned right now, you would have millions of views. I promise you that. <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> oh, I, I guarantee you. I mean, back in 2016, during the election, when we first started this podcast, we were getting videos that would hit, you know, hundreds of thousands of views. And here we are th almost three years later, and we're lucky if we get, you know, 100 live stream viewers. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. I'll go to an event where I would do something or, you know, some <laughs> activist stunt where I'd get, you know, 750,000 views. I'm lucky to get 10,000 views now. And I'm seeing it across the board. My friend Tom Pappert over at the God Empire yes, page. I know. You know. Yeah. Tom's got like 370,000 followers and he's lucky to get 5,000 views. I mean, come on. I mean, the censorship Listen, isn't blatantly obvious. Go ahead. And it's, it's technical censorship too, because every, the last three podcasts of his, they, it says Tom Pepper skipped the video and I took screenshots of it because it's just like hundreds of hundreds of lines and he goes in and out and in and out and it's just been the last three and it's been since he got the, you know, zucky zucker. So it's bullshit. They're fucking, sorry, it, they're messing with his, uh, they're messing with him really bad. I mean, they're making his stream so bad it's hard to watch, you know, and I just do it. It's bad. It's yeah. Bad. It, it's it's out of control. And the, the know, part this people, people go ahead. Can say what they want. People can say what they want. They're gonna say what they want. And right. if you try and get them to not say what they want, they're gonna say it louder. And I don't care. You know, I just don't care. But you gotta I, let everybody say what they want. You know, right? Even if you don't disagree, you know, even if you don't agree with it or don't want to hear it, 
you know. Well, the best way to defeat a bad idea or bad speech is to counteract with good speech and a good idea. Um, and unfortunately, the way things are going right now, I just I'm getting really terrified for what's going to happen to this country. I yeah, go ahead. I don't know. You know, with me, I have to say, I'm, I'm always optimistic. I try to be, always be optimistic. And I don't know. That's just my thing. So I actually feel a gorillion D times better right now, this very day, than I did three years ago. And certainly than I did eight years ago. You know? Oh, definitely. Big so, time. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know if my pendulum has just been swinging for a long time because I've been involved in politics for a very long time. You know, I mean, my dad, you know, and I listened to talk radio back in the AM days when I was 15. And I'm, you know, I voted in every election, small and big. And I'm just always, I mean, I've all, I'm not just, I don't just have an opinion now that politics are trendy. You know, I've always had an opinion and I've always been kind of mouthy about it. Well, that's a good thing. We need more women like you. We need more patriots to, to just be mouthy, to stand up and say, no, I have an opinion and my opinions, it, it matters. <laughs> that, well, that it, will go a long way, I think, in my my opinion on saving this country. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know. I feel like more optimistic about things. I actually think that... Definitely Trump's going to win. And then I think I have an early kind of feeling that whoever Trump endorses will win 2024. Whoever it is. It's too long to even know. And well, before we get started in the night's show, um, with the rest of the news and everything, who would you like to see in 2024? Oh, I don't know. I mean, early right now, I'd love a Don Jr. Right. I'd love a Crenshaw. Crenshaw, um, nice. I've been very yeah. impressed with Don Jr. lately. More yeah. and more over the time I mean, goes by. Especially if he runs for New York and then has like four years doing New York, whatever do, whatever he does improves. You know, because the Trumps, they get stuff done at Trump speed. Government moves a lot faster now than it did then. And I Amazing, isn't it? That. that is a huge difference that no one talks about. The government moves at lightning speed. And believe it or not, Congress has only passed 17 bills this year, which is way down. So, I mean, we re we are living in a Republican government right now. I mean, I'm more libertarian myself, and I'd rather less bills be passed through. But, I mean, the government moves faster, more efficiently, less regulations, and more America-driven. That's that's what I love. Donald Trump, thank you. Yeah, he's a badass. Well, that being said, I think you're going to love the next video we're going to get going here. Um, well, it's the first video for tonight. Uh, Zach Mann in the back, if you can get our first clip going. This is Donald Trump leaving for his trip to Japan last Thursday. So any questions, you know, with Democrats saying, oh, we, we, should, we need the full report. And then three weeks later, oh, we don't want the full report because it's un-American. Oh, no, because it points right at Barack Obama's um, Department of Justice. It points right back at Hillary Clinton. And it points right back at James Comey, Peter Stroke, Andrew McCabe, all of them. With that being said, Zach, can you go ahead and roll that clip for us? So we want to be very transparent. So as you know, I declassified everything, everything they want. I put it under the auspices of the attorney general. He's going to be in charge of it. 
He's a uh, great gentleman and a highly respected man. So everything that they need is declassified, and they'll be able to see how this uh, hoax, how the hoax or witch hunt started and why it started. Uh, it was a an attempted coup or an attempted takedown of the President of the United States. It should never, ever happen to anybody else. So it's very important. Now, people have been asking me to declassify for a long period of time. I've decided to do it, and you're going to learn a lot. I hope it's going to be nice, but perhaps it won't be. Well, we're going to see. I gave, as you know, I declassified, I guess, potentially millions of pages of documents. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. But I want to be transparent. Everybody wanted me to declassify. I've done it. And you could almost say he's the trustee. He's a highly respected man. Our attorney general is in charge. Let's see what he finds. But we have, we have documents now that I have declassified for the purpose of the Attorney General. He can then show them to the public, do whatever he wants to do with them. But you have to get down to what happened, because what happened is a tremendous blight on our country. What happened, the investigation, they tried to do a takedown, and you can't do that. And let me just tell you, this should never, ever happen to another president again. Uh, the question is so false and so phony. The Attorney General, let me just explain. Let me explain to you something. The Attorney General is one of the most respected people in this country, and he has been for a long period of time. He's going to look at a lot of documents. Some he might find interesting, maybe he'll find none interesting. But for over a year, people have asked me to declassify. So what I've done is I've declassified everything. He can look. And I hope he looks at the UK, and I hope he looks at Australia, and I hope he looks at Ukraine. I hope he looks at everything. Because there was a hoax that was perpetrated on our country. It's the greatest hoax, excuse me, excuse me. It's the greatest hoax probably in the history of our country, and somebody has to get to the bottom of it. We'll see. But for a long period of time, they've wanted me to declassify, and I did. That says everything right there, does it not? You know what I love the most about our president is that he knows how to stand up to these fools. He knows how to stand up to the Praetorian Guard, the mainstream media, the fake news media, the enemy of the people, as he would say. I love it because so many Republicans, we're so sick and tired of them. They, they're like, oh, we'll go to office and we're going to take care of everything. But when they get into office, they just kowtow to the Democrats. They're too scared of being labeled by something. They don't have a spine. And then they end up voting against their constituents' wishes. Donald Trump said, hey, I'm a businessman. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to make America great again. He goes in there and straight up tells these reporters, no, let me tell you something. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. I think we need more of it. We don't need less toxic masculinity. We need more of it. Yes. Yes, we do. We need more masculinity all around. Spread it out far and wide. I love it. And I want, I want more actual women. I want more real femininity. You know, I want more I, toxic masculinity and more real women. Oh, my God. I'm right there with you. I agree 100%. And, you know, his big dick energy, that's what this is. 
It's just <laughs> across the board. You know, he's just sick of it. And when you like, as are we? At some point, the abused wife is like, "Hey, you know, it, it is. It's going to be this way." You know, <clears throat> especially with the media because they're the worst. Oh yeah, so that's I'm, why I wear this. Fabulous. I didn't. I watched a video of him uh, taking some questions, but I didn't know he uh, named Ukraine and uh, Europe and Australia. That really does say a lot right there. He really wants to get to the bottom of it. And so for Democrats now to come on television and say, oh, it's un-American for us to declassify everything. Are you kidding me? When three weeks ago, you're saying that we need to impeach Donald Trump because he's not releasing everything. This is how right. stupid the mainstream media thinks right. we are. And that's right. how crazy the clown world we're living in. Um, so you do agree that this was probably the biggest scandal in American politics, political history, right? Uh, yeah. The biggest, yeah, would... like, um, you can't deny it one. I mean, there. I think there are a lot of scandals, Dolly. So, <laughs> so <laughs> there's a there's a lot, and I don't know which is bigger or which is worse because they all have ended up with us where we are. You know, they're all nasty. They're all hate filled, nasty. But this one, this one, this one was this one was done when everyone was very arrogant this was at the peak of the arrogance with our with our government and the obama administration and the fbi and all these criminals and the clintons this was done with such arrogance that's when you get caught you know when you think you're so good that you're not going to get caught you get caught and now everyone's pointing fingers and they're all jumping ship and I can't, oh, I love it. I need more bags of popcorn. I, I don't have enough bags of popcorn. Honestly, I got to go to the store and get more. I mean, I can't wait for the rest of this to come out. It's and our next, Isn't it fabulous? I mean, the next clip we're going to show you, even uh, Dick Cheney's daughter, who is a uh, Republican representative out of Wyoming, she even went as far today to say on national television that this is going, this is treason. This is treason. And this is probably the biggest coup ever attempted in American pol politics history. I mean, this is huge. Absolutely huge. I need more popcorn, fire up the grill, get out the lawn chairs, crack open the beers. I cannot wait to watch this clown roll fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> Myself. Uh, but yeah, get ready for this one. I know you probably haven't seen this one yet, Rach uh, Rebecca. Sorry. Uh, Zach, can you go ahead and line up this next clip? This is Representative Liz Cheney from Wyoming calling it how it is. Go ahead and roll all that when you can. General William Barr to investigate the origins of the Russia investigation. Let's bring in Congresswoman Liz Cheney, chair of the House Republican Conference and a member of the House Armed Services Committee. Good morning to you, Congresswoman. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Martha. I, I want to start with what happened overnight. President Trump, of course, is in Japan and he tweeted this. North Korea fired off some small weapons which disturbed some of my people and others, but not me. I have confidence that Chairman Kim will keep his promise to me and also smiled when he called Swamp Man Joe Biden a low IQ individual and worse, perhaps that's sending me a signal. He corrected in this tweet the spelling of Biden, which he misspelled in a previous tweet what do you think about what the president said there about a murderous dictator 
You know, I think that what we have seen so far with this president uh, with respect to North Korea uh, is that he's doing the right thing in terms of the policy. North Korea has for years, through presidencies of Republicans and Democrats, uh, gone through the exact same steps where they try to make false promises and they get concessions from the United States and they continue their program. Uh, what this president has done is say, we're not going to do that. We're going to require complete, verifiable, irreversible denuclearization. Let's go to and that tweet. Can we go away. back to and that tweet? Walked away from the table when uh, the North Koreans wouldn't comply. So I would say you've got to judge based on actions. You've got to look where we are today. And where we are today is the president walked away. He was not willing to accept a phony deal, which too many of his predecessors have been. And, and yet there's been zero significant progress in denuclearization. And we are almost at the one year mark. Could, could you respond to the tweet? Is, is that the I, right I, way my, to do things? My view, Martha, is that we are doing the right thing in terms of the policy towards North Korea. And uh, um, when you look at the situation President Trump inherited, whether you're talking about North Korea, whether you're talking about Iran, whether you're talking about the tremendous hole that the Obama administration dug with respect to our armed forces around the world, the president's doing the right thing. He's providing the resources our military needs to begin to make sure that we can defeat our enemies and our adversaries. He withdrew from the devastating uh, Iranian nuclear accord. And with respect to the North Koreans, he has said, I will not accept a deal that is not a deal that uh, helps advance this situation. Let, let, let's talk about Iran uh, announcing this week that they're sending 1,500 more U.S. military to the region. Is that the right move, or could that increase the, the possibility of miscalculation? It is the right move. And when you look at uh, what we've seen in terms of the threat level, uh, what we've seen in terms of what uh, the Iranians have now are now doing, and I want to be careful not to talk about classified material and information, but uh, there's no question but that this threat, as uh, Chairman Thornberry said, is not business as usual. And it's very important for the Iranians to understand that we'll do what's necessary to deter them from attacking us or our interests, uh, and that we'll do what's necessary to make sure they understand uh, we aren't going to simply sit back and uh, allow them to take action that will put uh, our people in harm's way. So I I think the president's doing exactly the right thing, and I support the actions. Uh, Pete Buttigieg is calling what he witnessed in Washington this week between President Trump and Nancy Pelosi a horror show. What's your reaction to this back and forth? You know, what I see every day, I'm obviously in the House of Representatives, and what I see every day is a Speaker of the House who is increasingly losing her grip on the leadership of her conference. And I think you're seeing her being increasingly strident. You're seeing her lashing out. Uh, and you're looking at the Democrats who had put all their eggs in the basket of the Mueller report, hoping that it would provide them evidence they needed to move to impeachment. It didn't. But so now what they're doing is basically taking all of the oxygen out of the room, refusing to do any of the things we were elected to do, and instead continuing these attacks and partisan investigations, partisan issuance of subpoenas. And the president attacks back. Is that the right thing to do? Look, I think that, you know, what, what we have seen, if you Retweeting look at... Retweeting these videos that... I think what is really crucially important to remember here is that you had um, struck and Page, who were in charge of launching this investigation, and they were saying things like, uh, we must stop this president. We need an insurance policy against this president. That, in my view, when you have people that are in the highest echelons of the uh, law enforcement of this nation uh, saying things like that, 
that sounds an awful lot like a coup, and it could well be treason. And I think that we need to know more. We need to know what was Jim Comey's role in all of this. These people reported to him. Andy McCabe reported to him. What was Comey's role in that? And that is what the attorney general is going to be and focused let, on. Let, let, let me talk about this, because you, you saw what the president did with Attorney General Barr. He said he could declassify all this intelligence. Do you worry that sources and methods might be revealed? Do you have any problems with him saying declassify? this intelligence, even though he won't give the Mueller report an unredacted Mueller report to Congress? Look, first of all, the uh, Mueller report has been delivered to Congress. Uh, every single piece of it that could be within the law, the amount that's been redacted that's available for key officials in Congress to see, the amount that's been redacted is something like less than 2%. So it has been turned over. Secondly, I have complete confidence in Attorney General Barr in terms of this decision that he's going to make. And thirdly, as I said before, he has to have the ability to look at what happened. Think about what happened. Think about the fact that we had people that are, are at the highest levels of our law enforcement in this nation saying that they were going to stop a duly elected president of the United States, saying they needed an insurance policy against him. Uh, that is something that simply cannot happen. We have to have confidence in our law enforcement, and the attorney general has got to get to the bottom of what happened, how it was that those people were allowed to misuse and abuse their power that way. And, and I just want to very quickly ask you, we have about 10 seconds here, on the proposed pardons of service members who've been convicted or charged with war crimes. You know, the president will have to make a decision on that. That is the president's decision to make completely, and we'll see what happens. Those cases are at different places in terms of the procedures that they need to go through uh, with respect to the military justice system. Um, but the president has absolute power to pardon, and, uh, and I will watch and see how he exercises that. Okay. Thanks very much for joining Thanks, us. Thanks, Martha. We appreciate it. Stay with us, the powerhouse. Wow, that says a lot, doesn't it? Now, I myself am no big fan of Dick Cheney, but... What this shows me is that even the neocons out there and the rhinos are starting to realize there's no putting the toothpaste back in the tube, man. It's over. We know there was no Russian collusion. It's, it's gone. It's a delusion. It's absolute mental illness if you really believe that the Trump campaign colluded with Russia. And she also um, alluded to saying that this actually could be treason. Now, I don't want to say what the punishment is on air right now, but I mean, this is real. This is real world that we're living in right now. I mean, this is total Stockholm syndrome. We're all, I'm actually honestly scared that the left actually believes these lies that the mainstream media tells people. I mean, does that ever scare you, Rebecca? I mean, um, it scares me. It scares me a lot because then it, it, it seeps everywhere. When the mainstream media tells a lie, it seeps everywhere. You know, I mean, collusion, Russian collusion is the, is a perfect example of that. It is the most, it, it, it is so prevalent. Everyone can see it at this point, right? Yep. Well, I mean, that's why CNN is losing all of their staff because they're going bankrupt because no one wants to listen to their fake news anymore or see their crap, lousy faces. Am I wrong? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the problem. I mean, you just gotta... You just got to report facts. Like I saw this really nice uh, article today and it was like the Epoch Times or it was some like, I don't know if it was that, but it was in that realm of what is this kind of website blog. But it was just these really beautiful photos of POTUS and FLOTUS 
over in Japan and all these activities that we don't even know about. Like they went to this cool museum and they were walking through these chandeliers and these hanging lights. And there's just all this stuff that, you know, if that was Michelle and Barack Obama or even the Bushes, it would be headline on everything. But but never, it's never even just the nice, soft stuff, you know? It's it's disgusting. It it's, is disgusting. They're missing a whole world out there. They're they're missing it. And they're they're lying and deceiving our fellow American citizens. I mean, Donald Trump and Melania have a beautiful family. They're doing amazing things for this country. And at this point into Obama's uh you know presidency, it was plastered everywhere. He won a Nobel Peace Prize because of the skin color that he you know he sits in. <laughs> He never actually did anything. He just won a Nobel Peace Prize because he was half black. You know, it's it's absurd. And to this day, Melania has yet to be on the front cover of any magazine. I I'm a libertarian. Yeah, it's terrible. I, I mean, I'm a libertarian. I don't care. I want people to inform themselves. But to sit back and to say, like, this isn't happening, it's, it's sanity. You're it, absurd. You're retarded. I'm sorry. It's so bad. It's so bad. Let me tell you something. And I, I've said this a couple of times. You know, when they started picking on Baron, when that Kathy Griffin woman, oh man, Baron saw it. I don't know if I'm the only person that's noticed, but he has not really smiled out in public since. He was a happy little kid. Like I watched him through the campaign, through the election, you know, the first like, I don't remember, even remember how, maybe year of the presidency until that happened. And that child, he like makes a beeline for the plane. He's not hanging out at Christmas with the, you know, when the tree drives up anymore. Like he just, it, it like, oh. People are so, it affects so many people when you're that vile and you can't even just let, let people be people. I mean, these, these kids, this, this wife and this son, I mean, they're beautiful, beautiful people. It's very, it's disgusting. People are disgusting. We live in just this disgusting, disgusting society right now. It's disgusting. Yep. You know, everyone's better than somebody else and everyone's, you know, Everyone's mad at everybody. It's it's just it's really hard. It's really well, I appreciate what you're doing because it is really hard. I mean, because there is your tolerant leftist out there today. The mainstream media tells them to hate this person, and this is the reason why, albeit mostly fake. And then this spills out into the streets, and it really affects people in their daily lives. Yes. It's, it's terrible. It does. It spills out everywhere, and then you know all these like. I mean, I can't even talk about these stupid little rules that colleges and, uh, you know, politically correct rules we got in place and stuff. And you can't, can't hurt anybody's feelings. Oh, no. A bumper sticker. <laughs> can't post a pick your feet, man. Can't do oh. nothing, man. Can't do uh, nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh. Damn, the thought police are out. In every corner, every nook and cranny, man. Everyone's after everybody. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I mean, I I think Donald Trump is a band-aid and he's doing a damn good job of keeping us together because if Hillary would have won, oh. we would have been a part of the global cabal and it just, you know, but just to showcase what the left has been, um, you know, triggered over for the past week, you know, 
like I said, three weeks ago, Democrats were mad that Donald Trump didn't have the full report, you know, uh, unredacted and released. And now it's un-American to fully release it. It's insanity. And my boy Tucker Carlson does a great job describing that. Zach, can you go ahead and roll that clip when you're ready? Welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Just about 24 hours ago, the president issued a sweeping declassification order. He gave his attorney general, William Barr, broad authority to find and release any documents related to domestic surveillance spying by American intelligence agencies over the course of the 2016 campaign. You'd think everyone would like this. You'd think it would qualify as Donald Trump's least controversial decision as president. Everyone in Washington says, we love transparency. Democracy dies in darkness, the Washington Post reminds us every morning. Even now, members of Congress are calling for the impeachment of the president because portions of the Mueller report were redacted. Let's see everything they're telling us. Okay, let's do that. The president suddenly appears to agree with them. Let's see everything. So how did the left react when he suggested that? Not well. Watch this. In the end, this is all part of a pattern of politicizing our Justice Department instead of allowing justice to be done. I know it sounds like the onion, but it's true. It just also may bring a tear to your eye. To quote a former high-level uh, DOJ official, this is a grotesque abuse of the intelligence community. This is, is an attempt by the president to let the women and men of the intelligence community know, FBI agents and others know, that if you investigate him, he's going to come after you. Right. That Bill Barr and others are going to come after you. Third investigation um, of the same material uh, just designed to further the propaganda uh, against the Mueller investigation. Politicizing the Justice Department. That's what they're concerned about, they're telling us. It's funny, politicizing the Justice Department didn't appear to be a major concern when FBI agents spied on and then slandered Carter Page, an entirely innocent American citizen. When another two FBI agents were caught talking about an insurance policy against Trump becoming president, and then promising to stop him, that wasn't politicizing the Justice Department either, according to them. Neither was the fired head of the FBI leaking memos to the press through a sympathetic left-wing law professor to make a political case. None of that was politicizing the Justice Department. But an attorney general declassifying documents that already exist, that he had nothing to do with creating, well, now we've gone too far. CNN trotted out former director of national intelligence and serial liar Jim Clapper to let viewers know that really, this could be dangerous. Concerning because uh, there's already been so much information uh, declassified already that, uh, uh, particularly in the, in the form of the uh, Mueller report and the previous indictments, uh, going back to uh, our original intelligence community assessment that we did in January of 17. So I wonder what else uh, is gonna be declassified that, uh, that risk jeopardizing uh, sources methods. Precisely. He's concerned that the FBI's methods might become public. And that's exactly what we need to know a lot more about, the FBI's methods. The FBI has a lot more power than any single government agency. Its agents can legally break down your front door and shoot you. Its investigations can destroy your life, even if you're innocent. It's happened to a lot of people recently. So the FBI absolutely must be above suspicion. 
If you sincerely cared about preserving our democracy, as they claim they do, then you would immediately disinfect the FBI with sunlight. But James Clapper has no interest in doing that. Neither does the rest of official Washington. The only principle they care about is self-preservation, and they will say anything in its service. Congressman Adam Schiff of California responded to the declassification order this way, quote, while Trump stonewalls the public from learning the truth about his obstruction of justice, Trump and Barr conspire to weaponize law enforcement and classified information against their political enemies. The cover-up has entered a new and dangerous phase. This is un-American, end quote. Got that? Declassifying information is now a cover-up. It's un-American. Keep in mind, this guy is the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. Adam Schiff is a complete nutcase. His allies in the media, though, are slightly more subtle than that. They know that cover-up isn't a plausible way to describe declassification. It's laughable. So instead, they're going with the term distraction. Watch. That's distract and deflect. It's very good distraction. Distract from a day of very bad news. An effort to distract. Distract. As usual, you're watching projection at work. A distraction? Yes, we're familiar with that concept. For two and a half years, we listened to their absurd theories about Russian collusion. The goal was to distract us from the implications of the 2016 election and more broadly to keep Americans from noticing what is happening to their country. The dying small towns, the needles and garbage flooding the big cities, the overrun border, the Middle Eastern wars that persist for no reason, the grotesque and growing income inequality on the coasts, the rise of China abroad, etc. These are actual problems. In some cases, they're full-blown crises. They need solutions and serious people to think about those solutions. Every day this farce about Russia and cover-ups continues is another day that America gets weaker and more divided. After a while, you begin to conclude it must be intentional. There's no other explanation for it. Tucker Carlson is a man upon men. I mean, wow. To have the chutzpah in the balls. You agree? Yeah. Absolutely. I think he's fabulous. He is so well-spoken. And he breaks it down to such a basic level that literally both sides of the coin should be pissed. Like, as that's the whole point of Trump being elected. That's why libertarians like me were like, "Hey, this dude's coming in like a wrecking ball." Like, screw Washington. I'm done. I wanted to drain the swamp, and he's doing it. And not only is he doing it, he's exposing the left for who they really are. It, that what scares me is knowing that people that watch MSNBC and CNN and HuffPost, Salon, and all that crap, they actually believe it. And like Tucker just said. They're still going on and still doing it. And they're, they're flip-flopping every other day, pointing fingers at each other. Like I said, pull up the lawn chair, bust out the popcorn, break out the beer because it's about to get hot. I mean, this is way better than Game of Thrones. This is reality. This is real life. This is American history. Yeah. Um, but if, if you guys – I just want to talk to the audience real quick. If you guys like what we do here at Major League Liberty, please right now type in the comments, Liberty Prevails. What that will do right now for you is we'll subscribe you to our chat bot which helps us fight around the Zuck because Zuckerberg and Facebook and YouTube and Twitter hate us so much that not our followers are getting unsubscribed. They don't even know when we're going live anymore. They're not seeing our posts. So this is our way of getting around the Zuck and helping you help us help you. So please, if you like what we do here, type Liberty Prevails in the comments. We're not going to spam you. We're not going to ask for money. We're not going to send you funny memes. We're just going to let you know when we're live and when we're going to a, um, an event. 
With that being said, we're also focused on getting a website up. We're getting focused on going to other platforms because Facebook, it's only a matter of days until MLL is shut down. Honestly, at this point, I'm surprised we've lasted this long. Um, if you like our, the guests that we bring on, you know, Roger Stone, Diamond and Silk, Rebecca Lightcap, Tom Pappert, Enrique, all of them. If you like them, you like what we do, help us because they're actively trying to shut us all up. Uh, but yes, with that being said, boys and girls, what did you think about that, though, Rebecca? I mean, it's amazing how just three weeks ago they're saying that Trump needs to be impeached because we won't have the full information, you know, unredacted and released. And now they're like, oh, you better not do it. It's just a distraction, distraction, distraction. What do yeah, you think about that? It's expected at this point. How many times have we heard this already? Exactly. I mean, this is like, you know, the release the memo. Didn't we all as Americans and Twitter users go through that whole drama? And, you know, we all released the memo and president hurt us and he did and then they didn't like the memo and then they wanted more and then it was like this is literally the same thing but with the Mueller report and yeah. i get what he's saying about the sources and methods because literally the difference with this is is it was their method it was how they got the warrant you know for the the fiso thing and to to be able to spy on the president i mean that's and he wasn't the president then and even if he was this is why everyone should be terrified is that anybody anything you say anybody can get spied on you know i mean what they're like a tom cruise movie where he like busts through the ceiling and they had like they were nabbing people for future thought crimes or something. Uh, like was that a minority there. report? I think it is. I feel like I'm right there. You know, are they going to put my ceiling? Are these people like upstairs fighting all the time? Are they really oh, definitely. And that's the thing is like, you, you're absolutely correct with the minority report uh, metaphor there is that's what we're living in right now. I mean, they actively put me in Facebook jail every time I hold an event or I just, they, they love it. They love just putting me into Facebook jail for 30 days without telling me why. They love shadow banning my podcast. They shadow ban my friends, all the podcasts I listen to. It's like they're, they're dystopian. It's, they're telling me what to believe, what I'm allowed to think. They're watching us in our house. It's, it's disgusting. Well, I'll tell you, it's because our message is so strong. And our message right. is strong for two reasons. One, because we have mouthy people like me and you and Lauren Order and Billy and like all of these people. And then you have, um, you know, undeniable evidence, man. At this point, I mean, are you not yeah. seeing this economy? And are you not- well, Yeah, look at that. Lowest unemployment for Hispanics, lowest unemployment for women, lowest unemployment for black Americans. I mean, good grief. So the facts are undeniable. So they're really hitting heavy hard. And the only thing you can do at that point once you say, you know, Trump stood up and he said, I will give you this if you trust me to be your president. So we did. Yep. And he gave us as much as he can. You know, I mean, he's it's only been two years, guys. Let's let's not forget. OK, Obama did a whole bunch of nothing. So he's only had two years, but he's giving us and we're seeing these results and it, they're undeniable. So the only other thing to do is censorship at this point. Exactly. They can't win in the ballot box, so they have to, you know, 
flood, flood us with third world populations to replenish the voter block for Democrats, lie to them, brainwash them so they watch CNN and MSNBC and believe all the fake news that they're told there. Even Fox is, is guilty of this, and I'll be the first to admit that as well. But the, the thing is, is, us activists, us you know, libertarians, independents, Republicans, Trump fans, we know what's going on. We've been having to deal with this. We're terrified of what you're trying to do to us. We don't want any part of that. We just want to live our freaking lives, man. You know? <laughs> that's, that's why I do this. I just want to be left alone. I do. You know? yeah. Be alone. Leave me alone. Don't get, get off my lawn. Let me keep my money. Let me keep yeah. my can I please can I please keep my money? Like I don't I don't want to give anybody any money. I don't want to give anybody any money. Taxation is theft, right? You know, if socialism is so okay where they want to take all my money, why is it not okay for me to say, I don't want you to take a damn dime? It's my because, money. Because because they know better and clearly you're just a bigot and you need okay. to fall in line and you can't think for yourself. That's a thief crime. These little fat feminists and say, you know what? Then you're a gov you're a prostitute for your government. That's what you are. You're selling your body and you're working your labor and you're a prostitute for your government. Don't. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Tell them, Rebecca. Tell them what time it is. Because <laughs> that's what you are. You know paying property taxes even if you don't have kids and you know, you know i just i don't want the public school telling my child at five years old if he wants to cut his johnson off and call himself sally he can do that and if i don't agree with that you can take my child away no that's an authoritarian police state and you're castrating my child right it's unbelievable all, all all of this i mean i'm with you dude i just I just want my freedom. I just want people to leave me alone. I want to be able to. Well, know. I think the more that they try to push, I think more people like your, yourself and myself are going to stand up and say no. But that's why I do what I do too. I'm not in competition with anybody. I want everybody to start their own YouTube channels. I want everybody to start their own Facebook channels. Everyone to get out in the streets, grab your bullhorn, make some signs and make some freaking noise because otherwise we have CNN and MSNBC just spoon feeding poison all day long. You got the college universities feeding leftist Marxist crap all day long. And your children are, are falling for it. It's yeah. disgusting. Well, and like I said, I saw that article this week that the there were 65 lawsuits against universities for um, tampons not being in, offered for free in the men's rooms. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. Right? We truly are living in a clown really really what people are spending their money on these lawsuits and i actually witnessed tampons in a men's bathroom i'm sorry i just, I just it's ma'am right oh i'm just oh God. it's so bizarre i mean oh and i don't care what you do in your own life you I know what i mean but you know right. About you know what I care about, babe. I care that it's being thrown in my face, yep. and I care that it's being like talked to you know around my son who's still trying to figure out his own like 15 puberty age. Like, I don't think anybody needs to be subjected to any of this at all. I, at least I, until you're an adult, why are we forcing children to cut their you know what's off? It's, it's, it's and they're getting out of control. Young. They're so young. 
Well, I know I'm digressing, but that that's why I do what I do. And I know that's why Rebecca does it. That's why we all do it. But that's why we need more people to do it because this is how crazy the clown world that, that it is that we're living in. It's insane. Zach, if you can roll our, get our next clip ready for us. Uh, this is Lindsey Graham, who I've become more and more in favor of lately because ever since trader John McCain has you know, kicked the bucket, rest in peace, whatever you traders asshole. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> um, ever since John McCain has left his post, Lindsey Graham has become the most based dude ever. And he straight up says, uh, Nancy Pelosi, if you want to impeach, it's political suicide. So we welcome you to do it. Go ahead and roll the clip, Zach. The other big story in Washington this week is the extraordinary war of words between President Trump and Speaker Pelosi. The president ended up saying that House Democrats have a choice. They can either legislate or investigate. Here he is. I walked into the room and I told Senator Schumer, Speaker Pelosi, I want to do infrastructure. But you know what? You can't do it under these circumstances. So get these phony investigations over with. You have made a clear, Senator, you disapprove of what the Democrats are doing to the president, but you also say that he can't allow them to goad him into ignoring the nation's problems. Yeah, uh, what started all this, Nancy Pelosi is riding a bucking wild bronco called the Democratic Caucus. 70% of the Democratic base throughout America wants President Trump impeached. She knows that impeachment would be political suicide because there's no reason to impeach the president. So she's trying to keep the party intact. If she goes down the impeachment road, Republicans take back the House, we keep the Senate, President Trump get, gets reelected, but her job is very much at risk. So what, what I think is going to happen here, I think that she's going to be driven toward impeachment. If she goes down that road, uh, it will be suicide for the Democratic Party. From President Trump's point of view, I disagree with the idea that you can't work with them while they're doing things like this. You have to work with them. You can't control, Mr. President, what the Democrats do, but you can control what you do. And you need to lead this country to better bridges and roads and lower prescription drug prices. If they say no to you, that, that will help you. If they say yes and work with you, that will help the country. So I don't believe that, that the idea of working with the Democrats should be taken off the table because they're going too far. You call all of what's going on here in Washington a political circus, but you took a, a different view back when you were leading the impeachment effort against Bill Clinton back in the late 90s. At that time, right. you said that any president, and you talked specifically about Clinton and Richard Nixon, who defied uh, Congress when it came to subpoenas, was in danger of impeachment. Here you are back then. You're becoming the judge and jury. It is not your job to tell us what we need. It is your job to comply with the things we need to provide oversight over you. Question, why is it an impeachable offense for Clinton or Nixon back then to ignore congressional subpoenas, but it's okay for President Trump to do now? Well, there's two things here. The Mueller investigation was a special counsel appointed to find out if the president committed a crime, if he colluded with the Russians, if he obstructed justice. The president gave him 1.4 million doc documents to Mueller. Everybody around the president was allowed to testify. He never claimed executive privilege. He complied, no cover-up, worked with Mueller. Mueller's the final word on this for me. So if Clinton had stiff uh, Ken Starr, that's different. What Nadler's doing is trying to destroy the president and his family. 
If I were the president, I'd fight, fight back against this political revenge coming out of the House. Mueller was the man of the law. Mueller was an independent voice that we all trusted to be fair. I don't trust House Democrats to be fair. They're trying to redo the Mueller report. They're trying to make up other stuff. And at the end of the day, it will be political suicide for them to impeach. If I were the president, I would fight Nadler tooth and nail. I'm glad he cooperated with Mueller. That's the difference. As uh, we have reported, the president today. You can go I, ahead and maybe it was today, maybe it was yesterday. All right. So that's, you know, again, Lindsey Graham, thank you for becoming woke, right? Not the woke in the sense that you're going to be Gillette and, you know, uh, you can you be the best a man can be. No, uh, the fact that Lindsey Graham is actually representing his constituents again and working with the president to make America great again. And he's absolutely correct. Nancy Pelosi, go ahead and try it. You can't impeach a president because he hurt your feelings and the economy has been turned back on and people like America again. That's not an impeachable offense. In fact, that just shows how much the Democratic Party hates us, hates all of us, hates our country, and hates our president. That's it. That's true. Uh, you know, the, and I want, I want to say one thing, and I'm not going to say a lot about this stupid Pelosi video, because we all know we're getting propaganda shoved down our throats about how it's slowed down and not true and fact check. And I mean, everybody's going above and beyond a fact, fact check this thing. But I'll tell you this about that video. I'll tell you why it's such, it's so scary to them is because we've seen snippets time and time again of Nancy slurring her words and having these little mental robot freakouts in other videos and this was clearly the worst that's why the panic that's right the panic. even if it is slowed down she still said what she said and what she said is crazy <laughs> i know but i mean i'm like i thought it was just honestly when i saw it i thought it was funny i thought it was more than usual but it was par for the course for nancy you know yep. either pictures are falling out or she can't get her words out you know, I mean, it's, it's nothing new. So I don't know why it was so shocking, but I think it's because it was very, it was the worst and they're panicking. Oh yeah. And if you think 2016's uh, election cycle was fun, oh, just wait for this one. Oh man. And that's why I think Facebook right now and the, the fact checkers, the fact checkers, right? PolitiFact and Snopes, they're just ramping it up. You got NewsGuard out there. They got so many new ways to ban everyone from here seven times till Sunday. <clears throat> they know that people like us, citizen journalists out there, activists, we can propel Donald Trump back into the White House in 2020. And that's what they're terrified of. They're terrified of America winning. And it's sad that they have to shut everyone down it, it shows it's right there. Once you can see the full big picture right in front of your face, it will shake you to your core. Now, what do you do about it? Do you stand up and fight or do you run and coward and hide? I don't know. It is what it is. But the Trump derangement syndrome is very real. Um, yeah. Rebecca, I don't know if you've seen this one or not. This one just happened a couple days ago. So this is the section that I call my show the Trump derangement syndrome of the week. Awesome. Uh, Zach, go ahead and roll this one. You're not allowed to wear MAGA hats in high school anymore. Go ahead, Zach. 16-year-old Jeremy Gebhardt is a strong supporter of President Donald Trump. I just think he really wants to help out our country, and, uh, and I think he is. That's why he says he and his friend decided to show their support for the president during Littlestown High School's Spirit Week in October. The photo landing a spot in the yearbook with some changes. We were like, 
Wow, they blur their hats out. Take a look at the photo shown here. The hats embroidered with Trump, make America great again, photoshopped out. I was like, wow, you serious? His mother at a loss for words. I was infuriated because he wears that hat because he supports our president. He's not doing anything illegal whatsoever. He's wearing a hat of support. Jeremy says he feels his rights have been taken away. Everybody has First Amendment rights, right? They have freedom of speech, and they're allowed to think what they want, say what they want, but they're not allowed to take that away from other people. It's very upsetting. Someone used this on purpose to blur out that Trump logo and make their own statement. We reached out to Littlestown School District. The superintendent writing in part, quote, the mistake was not noticed during the editorial preview process prior to print. We apologize on behalf of the yearbook club. It is not the policy or practice of the district to improperly censor speech. It is okay to disagree with people's views, but what's not okay is taking your freedom of speech and using it to take away someone else's. The Gebhards say they have a message for whoever was behind the decision. You did not silence us. In Littlestown, Adams County, Josie Carbonari, Fox 43 News. Oh, I like them apples. Again, this just happens all the time. But I mean, if you watch CNN and MSNBC, they'll be like, oh, the KKK is on the rise. The, the extremist white nationalists, they're out there harassing minorities when 95% of the time it's always fake, a.k.a. Jussie Smollett. And then it's just, oh, Jussie Smollett's a hero. There's no such thing as left-wing violence or any censorship or none of this is ever happening. No, no, no. Go back to sleep. That's horror. I mean, you know, there was another story I saw a couple days ago about there were a bunch of teachers doing okay. So they spent like fifty fifty three thousand dollars reprinting yearbooks because some teachers were. So yep. you know, and what that lady said at the end right there was the kicker. You know, it's okay to have a. You know, it's not okay when somebody else uses their freedom of speech to take your freedom of speech away. You know, like you're you're either all in it or you're not in it. Yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah, it's just everybody's got to say, man. Yeah, and there's, I've never once called for my political enemies to be silenced. I want them to continue to speak. You well, know, I, I, man, I still have a Netflix. I'm not getting rid of that. Right. I don't have cable. I'm damn sure not getting rid of my Netflix. I'm not going to watch any, hmm. you know, shows that, you know, you know the ones you all scroll past. You oh know. yeah, or you downvote heavily. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it, you see Rebecca laughing right now. Thank you again so much, Rebecca Lightcap. If you're tuning in late, this is our special guest tonight. Um, I'd call her quite the meme lord myself, but I love what she does. We need to keep comedy going, guys, because otherwise in this clown world, you're going to lose your mind. Zach, go ahead and get this next clip ready when you can. This is my cancer of the week. Yes, we all know what AOC did about cauliflower. Well, Tucker Carlson brought on his favorite leftist guest again, and she does not cease to disappoint. Now corn is racist, too. Go ahead and roll it, Zach. Yes. It's getting hard to keep track of all the things that are racist these days. Jefferson statues, milk, not wanting African-Americans to abort their children. That's racist. Now add another one to the long list. Cauliflower is racist. 
In a video posted on Sunday, young pioneer Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez explained to her followers that it is deeply problematic to grow cauliflower in urban gardens. Really think about it. When someone says that it's too hard to do a green space that grows yucca instead of, I don't know, cauliflower or something, um, it, you're, what you're doing is that you're taking a colonial approach to environmentalism. And that is why a lot of communities of color get resistant to certain environmentalist movements because they come with a colonial, colonial lens on them. <laughs> Even adjusting for the fact she's dumb, which she obviously is, it's still confusing. What is she saying? We need a liberal Sherpa to help us figure it out. Kathy Rue is the founder of Catalina Magazine and a frequent guest on our show, and she joins us. And Kathy, thanks so much for coming on. So thanks for having how, me. How racist is cauliflower? And I, let me just say, I don't like cauliflower, so don't look at me like I'm part of the cauliflower problem. I'm not. But how racist is it? Thank goodness. Um, well, it's part of monocropping. So our colonial ancestors um, grew cauliflower. So they're cropping the same old, same old vegetables, not good for the environment because it's the same nutrients in the ground. And it actually hurts the environment to have the same old, same old. So the corn, the cauliflower, it's colonialism. So she's talking about diversifying our vegetables as we should diversify our culture. So yucca instead of cauliflower is the way to go if you do not want to be racist when it comes to our community gardens. Dude, dude so, okay. No. That's what I just wrote down, seasonal. Like, it's not even seasonal. Right. It's like, it, it's a separate climate. Tobacco that comes from it's a climate thing. I, my parents are farmers. Like, it's, it's, it's a climate too, thing. So, you can't grow yucca in fucking New Jersey. Well, I don't know now. I mean, tobacco is an indigenous plant, but you're saying it's bad, but it's, I, I don't understand. So you're saying tobacco is worse than cauliflower or better than cauliflower? It, well, the point is, it, the, the, the term is the monocropping. It's the growing the same thing in our earth. So there are no nutrients that are being new given to our land. So therefore, it hurts the environment. So if we grow new things, so forget the tobacco, forget the cauliflower. We need the new yucca. We need the new uh, frijoles. We need the new um, different plantains. We need different crops being grown to help our environment. So, but none of those. But can you say that the, the climate, the climate plays a role in this? So I don't think yucca or plantains grow very well in the climate of, say, New York City, Brooklyn, or Queens. Have we tried, um, I think those though? Are I mean, have right. we tried so, those? Zach, you can cut it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm breaking up over here. I can't believe I can't believe this chick continuously comes on a Tucker Carlson show, and he just sits there with his little smirk face, and he lets her destroy herself. She's talking about how we need yucca up in New York. Are you kidding me? We need to diversify our vegetables? I'm sorry, lady, and you're telling us that corn is racist? Do you not remember the story of Squanto? Oh, my God. Yeah.
Quanto gave the pilgrims the corn to feed themselves, right? That was that was commingling and making a better life for everybody. Now that's colonialism. So now we have to blame the Native Americans for giving, you know, John Smith and the pilgrims corn. <laughs> Good grief! I mean, how stupid can you be? Look back into history. Open a book, lady. AOC, it's not racist to gr grow what grows in your climate in your garden. It's Listen, not, oh my God. You I'm know sorry, what go I learned in history class just along, right alongside, I don't know if it's because I'm from Georgia. I don't know if everybody learned this. I don't know if because my age range, but there was a lot of talk when the slavery and stuff was being taught in school. We also were taught about crop rotation and how important that was. And I am sure all the farmers on this earth that have existed this entire time before Alexandria Cortez, you know, had this thought. People rotate crops, y'all. I mean. This is nature and biology. I mean, we're talking about a party that's telling us that we're all bigots and retarded and uneducated. Yet we actually have these leftists going on national television. AOC, this Kathy chick saying, oh, cauliflower is colonialism. Uh, corn is racist. We need yucca in New York. We have to diversify our vegetables. I mean, good God. Imagine living in this person's life, looking at everything you can look at, going racism, 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 racism. Oh, it's everywhere. Oh, they're out there. The Klansmen. Oh. I will tell you that Tucker, Aru, and AOC in one clip was like heaven. Like, well, I'm glad I can give you some smiles. That's a good time. Oh, my God. It How stupid do you have to be to tell me that I'm a racist because. I'm a Hispanic that has been here five generations. I'm an American. I don't need this white liberal, you know what, B word telling me that I, corn is racist and we need more frijoles. That's honestly racist. We need more frijoles? How about we be American and work with the free market and realize that plants grow in certain climates? Right. God forbid the right. colonials brought over cauliflower. Oh my God, it grows in the ground. Who cares? It feeds you. But it's uh, just, on the same hemisphere, right? Yeah. And doesn't it grow? Whereas yucca <sighs> and plantains, you know, what exactly. she's talking about, she's going to destroy our trade with Mexico by, you know, <laughs> and plantains in North America. So they can't be imported. She's going to devastate the, her, her, her Latinx it's the circus, I'm telling you. I'm living in a full clown world. Uh, crazy. It's crazy town. It's, wow. I can't believe Tucker gets that girl to come on the show all the time. I mean, honestly, like he, I he think just, he's in love with him, honestly. There's that wouldn't surprise there. me. I, I mean, yeah. It, it's funny how like leftist women are always complaining about right wing men, but they never date left wing left wing men and they always leave them and they blame it on their fathers. It's like, come on, hey. <laughs> There's right-wing dudes out here living great lives. You can enjoy and enjoy your life. Otherwise, you can sit there and continue trying to play the victim Olympics, blaming everything on your father and Donald Trump. Victim Olympics. That's basically what, you know. I, I, I like that. Victim Olympics. I'm every time I go to a protest or I go to an event and I have to deal with leftists screaming and yelling at me, throwing pee at me and, and uh, pepper spraying me and shit. It's like, you know what? Like, you guys are all over there, a bunch of white liberal kids. There's no actual colors on your side. 
all the blacks and Hispanics like myself are on my side. We're trying to give you facts. We do this because we love you. And you're over there screaming, calling us liars and bigots and patriarchal assholes. No, wake up. You're not growing yucca in New York. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry you hate your father. Please forgive him. Look, according to her, it's a miracle and magic that anything grows out of the ground anyway. She doesn't even know what a garbage disposal is. She wants to completely revamp our United States of America economy and complete this new green deal. She doesn't know what a garbage disposal is. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I know. Hong Kong, Hong Kong. I wake up in this world every day. Uh, Hong Kong. Right? Oh my dear gosh. Oh. All right. Well, I'm glad you're laughing right now because the next one might make you puke. So we're almost done with the show, boys and girls, but here's the second part of my cancer of the week. Bernie Sanders held a rally a couple days ago, rallying against abortion. Oh. Uh, put your trigger belts on because this one's going to be gross and rough. Go ahead and roll it, Zach. Oh, it's going to. There is a well-funded attack coordinated by right-wing extremists to deny women the right to control their own bodies. As all of you know, just this week, Alabama passed the most restrictive law in the country. outlawing all abortions, even if a woman was raped or if a 13-year-old girl was the victim of incest. The Alabama legislature and governor actually believe that it is appropriate to force a woman to have the baby of her rapist. How grotesque is that? And that law even criminalizes abortion, punishing both women and doctors who could face years in prison if they were found guilty. And last week, it's not just Alabama, the governor of Georgia signed a law that would outlaw abortion before many women even know if they're pregnant. The goals of these laws is nothing less than overturning Roe v. Wade, the Supreme Court decision guaranteeing a woman the right to control her own body. Make no mistake about it. These laws are incredibly dangerous. It wouldn't they surprise are me. Aggressive, and they are blatantly <laughs> unconstitutional. <laughs> and together, we are going to fight those laws in every way possible. Because if they are implemented, the consequences will be absolutely disastrous and threaten the very lives of women. It is not an exaggeration to say that banning legal medically assisted abortion and forcing women back into the arms of quacks will quite literally like kill 
women. That is what happened before Roe v. Wade, and we will not go back. And so today... You can go ahead and cut it, Zach. I can't take this crazy, crazy old Alzheimer. I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, this guy always, always repeatedly with the left. It's just men shouldn't have their right, an opinion, you know, with, the, you know, the father. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. I've said it multiple times on my show. I was a single father for almost five years because the mother of my son tried to murder him. You wouldn't believe the hoops that I had to go through just to be able to take care of my own son and how much the judges wouldn't even look at the paperwork. <clears throat> they wouldn't even look at the evidence. They're like, oh, the mother deserves full rights. Oh, really? Well, the mother of my child took my son, slammed his head into the wall, broke his skull, seven skull fractures at two months old. I've had him by myself ever since. And you wouldn't believe the how hard it is for fathers out there today. My own opinion is, you know what? I, I get it. Help, incest, rape, whatever. Um, but that's not your body. And why do fathers not get some sort, of, some sort of choice here? All the Democrats ever talk about is how it's her body, her choice. Okay, how about a loving father who wants to spend his time with his children and make a family out of it? No, there's no such thing as that. that this whole thing, there's no point in them actually caring about women's health or baby's health. They only use people's health when it suits them, when they can use a certain subject, a certain group that they've put in some box to further agenda their, you know, their political agenda. That's it. They don't actually care about our relationships. They don't actually care about fathers and mothers. They actually want to ban the word fathers and mothers. Right. Um, I should probably stop talking because I'm not a woman, right, Rebecca? Can, can no. I ask what your opinion uh, on this was? <laughs> no. Um, I, have a, I have a lot to say about that, actually. Um, you know, I am a divorced woman. And um, when I got divorced, I had to make a decision. I, di I didn't have like a a stable job and his father did and i wasn't we weren't getting a divorce because he was a bad father in any in any regard so actually my son has lived with his father um this whole time like i'm the i am the weekend dad right like i get him on holidays and the weekends and of course i see him all the time but because we don't live far apart. Well, you set up a family plan that seems pretty, you know, well communicated and, and well thought out. That's. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you, I mean, you do what you can to make the best of a not ideal situation. Like I did, I never wanted to be a divorced woman. I'll tell you that right now, but um, it is what it is. And my son is a success. So I feel really good about that. But, you As know. As you should. The I, I do think that men's rights are aren't thought of, you know, and I think that it's a huge myth that um, guys don't even care and that they're flippant about it, you know, like a girl says, oh, I'm pregnant. Well, what are you going to do? Well, I mean, it, you know, not everyone's in a deadbeat relationship. Some people are in a great relationship and the woman still wants to get an abortion and you and it really Fs with you for like the rest of your life, you know? Like you love this woman and it, this was a kind of happy accident and she just wanted to wear high heels and go on a career a little longer. And the last thing I'm gonna really say about this whole thing is I don't wanna hear a damn thing about the rape and incest argument. I don't wanna, I don't wanna hear it. I don't want to hear it. It's not an argument. 
the percentages of those actual cases are so low that it's actually it's under one percent mentionable i yeah. mean the and it is the most overblown overused bullshit excuse ever and it's never the reason right. I mean, if it's financial reasons it's financial reasons like it's okay to say that as a you know as a as an advocate of abortion like use the reasons it actually is ladies don't throw some bullshit around because us conservative women we smell it and we know it's it's just it's just it you look stupid it's just bad it's never well, right that's why we need more conservative women to actually get out to these events i think and, and get more vocal and say things because I'm not allowed to say anything because I don't have a uterus, but you know, the left is also the same party and, and people that tell me I, you know, I can identify as a woman. So from here on out, every single time I'm at an event and you, oh, you don't have an opinion. Well, I identify as a woman. Look at my Facebook. Every time I change my profile picture, it says her profile picture has been updated. It did. I know. Yep. It always says her. <laughs> yep, I, know, right? I identify as a woman today so here's my opinion uh, the, yeah the rape and incest thing it's less than one percent so it's, for it's bernie sanders the only argument it's so exactly weird. it's it's the dumbest thing i've ever heard it's it's stupid well i've already broke the cardinal sin of speaking for a woman on uh, murdering their own child i'm sorry um i'm not allowed to oh that's right i, I identify as a woman it's ma'am sorry Yes, right. Well, Rebecca, I do want to say thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, what's what's your uh, future view? Uh, what's your outlook on the future here? Um, what's the biggest worry that you're worried about politics, and what do you think the future holds for us? I know that's a big question. It is. If, a big question. if it makes it any easier, are you happy with what Trump's doing, and do you think we're going to pull through this? Yeah, I mean that, yeah. I mean, easy breezy, lemon squeezy, right? I'm happy with what he's doing, especially with what he's got, the time he has had, which is not long. Everyone chill out, you know? I mean, yeah. you know, he is literally, look at, and you know, everybody's like, well, I'm just not gonna, not everybody, but some people say, I'm not gonna vote Trump. I'm gonna vote a third party. And then I'm like, standing on a mountain looking out trying to find this awesome third party candidate yeah who gary johnson or bill wells he's literally yeah. the best thing we've ever had i just don't there's zero way i'm kicking him in the balls unless he does something blatant and just really gross but you got to give him some time yep you know, let him have some sources and methods, you know, the great negotiator. Like, well, could you imagine any other candidate back in 2016 if they would have won? Could you imagine any single one of them doing what Trump has accomplished? No, no. Yeah. And exactly. I'll tell you, I couldn't have imagined any of them winning. Right. At all. That's what it takes right there. Republican establishment looking at us. Why? If you're watching this right now, you want to win? That's what you got to do. Grow a freaking spine. Yes. Um, yeah. Rebecca, I do want to say thank you again so much tonight for joining us. I hope you'll join us again in the future. Thank you. Thank you. Liberty prevails.
Thank you. Boys and girls. Oh, that's a question mark. That's cute. Well, question mark probably looks better than my crap lousy face. But I do, before I want to sign off tonight, um, I was planning on doing a Memorial Day flag waving for a few weeks now. I invited a bunch of my friends, and we went yesterday, and we did do it. But I also had to pretend to cancel my event because of leftist threats and Antifa threats to families, kid members, and a lot of my friends. So... No, we still went through with it because I refused to cower to these leftist assholes. They wrote two more articles about me this week. But with that being said, we had a great event yesterday. I, you know, a lot of people in Colorado, they want to hold a flag-waving event way up north or way down south where no one's really going to see it. Well, I live in Denver, so Denver's my playground. I wanted to take the flag-waving to Denver, and that's what we did yesterday. Now, somehow Antifa and the left still knew that I was going to hold the event. So what they did was... They went to Spear Boulevard over I-25 um, in downtown Denver, and they hung a flag that said America, spelled with three Ks, was never great. And it's absolutely disgusting. This, this just shows, the video I'm about to show you is us pulling the flag off of the bridge. Antifa put this flag on the outside of the bridge over the overpass on I-25 where this flag could have just fallen over and it's about 20 feet long and it's a cloth canvas. And if that thing would have fallen off the bridge, it would have went on someone's windshield. God forbid it be in rush hour and cause a, a 30 car pileup, right? And this thing straight up says in red letters, America was never great. Go ahead and roll this clip for us, Zach. All right, so what happened here today? So basically, we set up, and it's big blue right here, Jordan A. And we saw the sign, we didn't really make out what it was, but it says America was never great. Even though it's the greatest country known to mankind. So before we got to our event today, someone put this up on Spear Boulevard. Wow, what a bunch of jerks. Well, we're out here having fun. We got our flags up, so yeah, more people are coming out too. But and yeah, that's great. I mean, that's wow. That just shows everything you need to know about today's left in this country. They don't actually care about you. They don't care about our soldiers that we want to memorialize. Correct? They don't care. They want us all dead. They they hate the right. They hate anyone that doesn't subscribe to their theory. So they want to say that we've always been some kind of racist nation. Yeah. Well, you know what? Kiss my ass. My ancestors fought for this country. I might have brown skin, but I am American. End of story. That flag right there, I love it. I'm American. I don't need you speaking for me. I don't need you telling me how to live. I don't need you to tell me that we're all a bunch of racist Nazis, because we're not. You, it must be so sad to live in a life like that. To where you just see racism everywhere and in everything that you see. And then you have to project your problems and your losses on everyone else and blame the man. Blame the patriarchy. It's Donald Trump's fault. Donald Trump sank the Titanic. Donald Trump created the last ice age. Donald Trump's going to send us to World War III. No, he's not. Ah, oh, these people. Ah. Oh. Boys and girls, you can see on the bottom there, our rant line is 970-368-5658. I'm sorry I've been so fired up tonight. Rebecca's fun to talk with. We can chat all day, I'm sure. Once again, though, if you're pissed off about something, you want to tell me I suck, or you want to tell me something, or you want to tell MLL, or you have something that you have to get off your chest about the political 
game out there right now, call this number right now, 970-368-5658. You're probably not going to get on my show tonight, but you might get on Ty and Jersey's show or Logan and Troy's show later in the week or Ty and Jermaine's show. I've, I've just been firing off all night, but there it is. With that being said, boys and girls, um, I want to play one more video. I know I've played this one before, but it's coming so true. We've had warnings. When this whole thing breaks, when all of the FISA documents and all of the Mueller report is released, I think this is going to be worse than Whitewater. I honestly believe this is the worst political scandal in American history. And we can look back to our history books, you know, Brave New World, 1984, and the rest of them, uh, Hope and Tragedy. And we can say they warned us. It's up to people like you and me to pay attention and to pass the information along and get involved. Go ahead and roll that clip one more time, Zach. We were warned. Hello, Americans. I'm Paul Harvey. If I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness. And I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population. But I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree. The... So I set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. President Kennedy has been seriously wounded by this shooting. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me. Our Father which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flame. The President of the United States is racist. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect the discipline emotions just like those run wild. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing, I'd have judges promoting pornography. Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. I would caution against extremes. I'm here to warn people. You keep telling me to shut up. This isn't a game. In hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct, I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public, and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Go ahead and cut it back. I do what I do. We have, in fact, been warned. I, myself, am begging you. More of you need to step up. The reason why I joined this podcast and created this with my boys here at MLL three years ago was because we realized how dire the situation really is. 
It's not a joke. I don't have tinfoil on my head. I do my research. I know what's going on. I'm politically woke. You should be as well. You should be out there getting more people out there. Get more people to your town halls. Let's do this. I plan on doing more flag wavings. We have the Western Conservative Summit coming here to Colorado next month. We also have Ted Nugent coming here on June 21st. That is a big one. He'll be speaking with St uh, Sheriff Steve Reams. That is huge, boys and girls. We have big events coming out. Let's do it. You need to create your own channel. If you think you're better than me, that's good because I'm not in competition with you. I care about my country and hope to one day pass the torch on to somebody else. But as for right now, I refuse to give up. I will not cower to the, the leftist death threats. I'm going to keep on going, boys and girls. And so is Major League Liberty. With that being said, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in tonight. I hope you enjoyed our show. Liberty does prevail. Roll that clip, Zach. Major League Liberty. Defending life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And our happiness is always destroying the globalist agenda, exposing the flaws in fake news media, and of course, providing excellent entertainment.